Episode 15 of I Love This Album. I have nothing to say. I uh, I always struggle to come up with uh, an introduction, and the introductions are usually not very good. And uh, so this time my introduction is that there is no introduction. But it's episode 15 of I Love This Album, and I'm getting back into back into my wheelhouse, back into some classic uh, Dan Bowski teenage years heavy metal. This is Twisted Sister, Stay Hungry. That's what I'm going to talk about today. Very, very important album to me. Twisted Sister, I was a a huge fan of this album and a huge fan of of, uh, Twisted Sister for a long time. And I still am. I can still listen to any Twisted Sister album, including Love is for Suckers, anytime. And I love all of their albums. But uh, today I'm just going to talk about Stay Hungry. This came out in 1984. A little bit of my, before I get to the album, a little bit of my history with Twisted Sister. I saw them, I have the prop here, which I'll get in a minute. Um, I only saw them once for a, for a band that's been around a long time. They didn't, they didn't really tour much. Um, well, at least I, I, I lived in Toronto and as far as I know, they played Toronto once. That was the, the one and only time they played Toronto and I saw them. Uh, and that was this. Here's my prop. Uh, if you can see this, this was, uh, Iron Maiden and Twisted Sister and Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto. November 30th, 1984. That was my third concert ever. Um, first one was Ozzy uh, with Rat opening in April 84. And then I saw Scorpions with uh, Quiet Riot, Kickaxe, and Helix uh, August 17th, 84. And then I saw Iron Maiden and Twisted Sister on November 30th, 1984. And I'm very glad that I did for a couple of reasons. For one, it was my only time seeing Twisted Sister. And uh, that was Iron Maiden, arguably, I can't sit there peak, because I think Iron Maiden maybe now is better than, than ever. But that was that was a very legendary tour, so I saw that. There was almost no bigger band than Twisted Sister and Heavy Metal at that time. They're, uh, the videos for We're Not Gonna Take It and I Wanna Rock had been out for quite some time. They were on the radio constantly. The videos were on much music, not MTV, because I'm from Canada. They were on much music all the time. There was a show called Toronto Rocks that was on City TV, Channel 79, everywhere, Mark Daly. Uh, that the, the videos were on there all the time. Uh, any Anything that showed rock videos, you always saw, uh, we're not going to take it and I want to rock. And they, they got a little bit of a, kind of a, even though those songs were huge, it, it kind of gave them a little bit, I think of a bad reputation, that they, they were kind of a, a cartoon band. Uh, but when they, when they opened Fire and Maiden, it was, uh, that was probably the biggest metal show of the year in Toronto or wherever, whatever cities that hit. Um, that, that was a big one. 
Uh, now, I would never say, I remember there was, I think it was a review in the, in the Toronto Star the next day that said Twisted Sister of Blue Iron Maiden Away. I'm not sure about that. That's a, a relative term, a very subjective term. But I did love Twisted Sister and I loved Iron Maiden. But I uh, forgot about Iron Maiden. I talked them in the last, talked about them in the last episode and I talked about their discography and I did an unboxing for Iron Maiden and I've done everything Iron Maiden. So today I'm going to focus on Stay Hungry. Here it is, 1984. This came out, I don't know when in 1984. Uh, this was my introduction to Twisted Sister. I, I think I had heard of them before. I knew the name. I think I had maybe seen pictures of them, but back then it was, it was hard to, you know, you couldn't just go to Spotify or YouTube or Bandcamp or, you know, anywhere to listen to music. So I, I knew the name, but I never heard them until, until this came out. I don't remember the first time I ever heard them, but it, it for sure was this album. Um, so, so going through this, uh, now I bought, the, I bought the album, and this was probably, I'd say my favorite albums of 84 were, uh, Power Slave was number one, um, Rat Out of the Cellar, and, and maybe, uh, Stay Hungry were probably my top three. There's another one, I think I'm gonna talk about that. I don't know if it'll be the next episode, but at, at some point I will talk about it for sure. It's in the queue. It's in the hopper. I have a hopper. And I'm going to talk about another one of my favorite albums from '84, but it definitely wasn't in the top three, like "Stay Hungry," "Out of the Cellar," and "Power Slave." So, uh, so I got that album. Uh, now the the CD I got. Ah, I, I've mentioned this a couple of times that I used to always write, almost always. I forgot occasionally to write the date. The CD I got in in 1991. I bought it in Buffalo, New York. I'm not sure why I was in Buffalo, New York in August. Ah, I knew no why. I was there to see Rat. Which ended up being canceled. I bought uh, the Mr. Bungle CD that day too, and L.A. Guns, Hollywood Vampires. It's strange the things you remember. Um, now I do remember the album, the the Stay Hungry record. It was disappointing. I mentioned this before too. It just came in one of those plastic sleeves, that opaque plastic sleeve, no lyrics, um, no no pictures, just that that thin plastic film sleeve, which I never liked. The, the CD was not much better. You can see there's not, no, no pictures. Wow, there's the picture there. No, uh, no lyrics, no packaging, whatever. Uh, but going through this, uh, track by track. Stay Hungry, uh, very, you know, good opening. They, they open their concerts when I saw them in 84. They open with that song. Obviously, that, that was the thing that metal bands used to always do. And I think a lot of, maybe a lot of bands, a lot of bands still do. They, the, the first song is very energetic. So if it's the, uh, the, 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 the first song on the newest album was very often an opening song. Iron, Iron Maiden did it with Aces High too, and Iron Maiden always does it. Stay Hungry, very, very up-tempo, fast song, uh, uh, excellent, very, very energetic, very good. We're not gonna take it. What can you say about that song? That's, that's Twisted Sisters, uh, I guess that and I Wanna Rock are their, their, I guess you could say signature songs. I'm not saying they're my personal favorites. It's hard to, I, I've talked about this many times when, with songs like Crazy Train, Rock and Roll All Night, uh, maybe, ah, what else, you know, Round and Round by Rat, maybe Ace of Spades, uh, Enter Sandman. When you hear these songs on the radio all the time, it's very hard to have a, you know, like an opinion. You, your opinion of them gets a little bit cloudy because you get a little bit tired of them. But I loved We're Not Gonna Take It at the time. And it was one I got so sick of it. As I mentioned, it was on the radio all the time. The video was on all the time. And then I went years, years, I guess through most of the 90s and into the 2000s, didn't really hear it. I love it now. When I when I hear it now occasionally, 
I do put it on. I, I love that song. We're not going to take it. It is a great song. Deserves to be a good hit. A uh, big hit. Uh, Burn in Hell is next. That was a dark, heavy one. Um, very, very different than, maybe a little bit unfair that people judge Twisted Sister by the, the cartoony image and... Um, this is my vision. I take over. You two under me. Oh, right, because you like playing boss. Everything I've done, I've done for my children. I think you should drop these two and I'll do it solo. Wow, someone thinks they're Beyonce. Dad asked me to run the company. I'm kidding. Am I? Excuse me, executives coming through. Here's to us. What do you call a crunch wrap with double the seasoned beef, a crunchy taco, and a large drink for just $5? Dunno, but it better be grand. Or grande. It's the $5 grande crunch wrap meal, only at Taco Bell. You know, the videos were, you know, kind of funny for what I'm going to take it and I want to rock. And then they had something like Burn in Hell, which was a very, very serious, kind of heavy, heavy song. And I will say also, make no mistake about it, Twisted Sister was and is a heavy metal band. They they weren't, you know, they were glammy, I think, especially in the early days. And, you know, even, ah, here, you know, that that's more like a metal band. But they are a heavy metal band. And Burnin' Hell was a good example. Uh, welcome to the abandoned land. Come on in, child, take my hand. Here there's no work or play. Only one bill to pay. There's just five words to say. As you go down, 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 you're gonna burn in hell. Excellent song. Maybe my favorite on this album. I love that album. That song. Sorry. Ha. Uh, next one, Horror Teria was broken up. It was, I thought of it as two songs, kind of put into one. Uh, Captain Howdy and Street Justice. Captain Howdy, I guess, was a, uh, fictional character that Dee Snyder came up. He was a, I guess, a child molester or something like that. And, uh, stay away from Captain Howdy. Um, and then Street Justice was, I, I guess, when, it, a little bit deep for Twisted Sister, I guess, when they told us the story. It was the, the trial of uh, Captain Howdy. Um, talking about the, the judge, he had just returned from a three-drink lunch. His lawyer said, his lawyer screamed, you must set him free. Uh, so off he went on a technicality. Very great, uh, whether you call those one song or, or two songs, they're both amazing. Horror Tira, Captain Howdy and Street Justice. Uh, I want to rock another one. What can you say? I want to rock, rock. Uh, another one similar to um, I, uh, We're Not Gonna Take It. I got very, very tired of it. Didn't want to hear it again, and then a lot of time passed, and I heard it again, and now I love it. It's uh, it's really uh, endured. Uh, the Price, a little bit, I wouldn't call this one a ballad, but it was a little bit softer. It wasn't a love song. Um, how long I've wanted this dream to come true, and as it approaches, I can't believe I'm through. I've tried, oh, I've tried... For a life, yes, a life, I thought I knew. Oh, it's the price you gotta pay, the price we gotta pay, and all the dreams. Oh, it's the price you gotta pay, and all the dreams, you know. Makes me, makes me, makes me wonder if it's worth it after all. And it's a life we gotta choose. I, I've done this before, I, I can't always do it. I like that song, and there was a video for that one too. Very different, not in the same vein as um, I Wanna Rock and... We're not going to take it. I always have to think about those song, song titles. But uh, cool video. I never had a problem with that song. Don't Let Me Down was another fast-paced one. That that was always and still is my least favorite song. I don't dislike it, but there, there's you know usually one that you like less than the other ones. And Don't Let Me Down was was one of those ones. 
The Beast. Now that's a heavy one. That could also be a favorite. That's that's uh, along the same lines as as Burn and Hell, a very heavy one. You can hear the lion. No. Uh, how do, how does that one go? The Beast. Uh, da, da, da. You can hear the thunder long before the storm. You can hear the lion when he stalks his prey. Uh, I can't remember, but that's a great song. Very, very heavy. And the last song is SMF, which that I, I, I think that's really Twisted Sisters' true signature song. Um, I think it was, I mean, SMF, it's Sick Motherfucker. So that, that they, although they never said in the song, that song could never be a real hit for them. But I think among Twisted Sister fans and I think among the band, uh, I think that's the song that really, I think their fan club was called the SMF Club. And they always referred to their fans as SMF. And uh, I, I, a great song, too. I do love it. I would say, it's hard for me to say, SNF, The Beast, Burn in Hell, the, uh, Captain Howdy and Street Justice, Horateria. Those, any of those could be my, my favorite songs. I would say the only one that couldn't be my favorite is Don't Let Me Down. This album, nine, I would say ten songs, because uh, Horateria really, to me, is two songs. Um, any of these nine songs could, could be my favorite ones. But, but I love it. And they were a very important benefit. I listened to this album, as I said, maybe one of my top three, maybe second or third favorite album of 1984. And this one, you know, I was 14 years old, and Twisted Sister was very, Dee Snyder, Twisted Sister, was very, you know, rebellious, but not, I, I don't think in a bad way. I guess parents hated him. They were on the, um, Dee Snyder testified, testified, I guess, before the, they have all these things in the United States, all these committees and subcommittees and oversight committees and caucuses and uh, hearings and all these. I don't know, but Dee Snyder went before Congress or the Senate to testify about uh, lyrics and music. That was the PMRC, the Parents Music Resource Council, which was Tipper Gore. And uh, so they were very rebellious. So that was for me. I was 14 years old. This For me, this album came out at a perfect time. Um, and just for me, back at that time, Twisted Sister could do no wrong. And then they kind of died. Uh, Come Out and Play came out, uh, I guess, in 80, late 85. I love that album. I, I loved it packed. Uh, I would say at that time, maybe even as much as, as Stay Hungry, and I still love it. I listened to it a, a few weeks ago. For me, that's a great album. And I bought tickets to that tour. They were going to play at Maple Leaf Gardens in, in Toronto and headlining in January 86, Dockham was supposed to open. I got tickets for that. It was the first time I had ever had floor tickets. I was very excited. I had like sixth row floor or something like that. And then it was canceled. And the reason it was canceled, part where why I got the sixth row floor tickets was because there were only five rows of people ahead of me that bought tickets to that show or that tour. And it got canceled. I think they played a very, very small handful of shows on that tour. And oh, I was devastated that uh, the Twisted Sister... Um, canceled. And then if I remember correctly, I think instead, I think I, I took the money that I bought to see Twisted Sister, and I think I bought tickets to see Saxon, who was going to play at the concert hall in Toronto, and I think that one got canceled too. Or maybe I just never bought the tickets, I'm not sure, but I remember Saxon playing the concert hall in Toronto, maybe in March 86. But anyway, I'm getting off track, as I have a tendency to do, and uh, that's it for, for Twisted Sister. Um, I don't know what else to say, except, hey, you got it. Yes, I love this album. 